Nico. Pepper. Do you know what season it is? Spooky season. You got it. Yeah. And in honor of spooky season, this episode, we review and get into depth of the movie Hocus Pocus 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. So, with that being said, spoiler alert. There's your warning, folks. If you have not seen this movie yet, do not listen to this episode. No, listen to this episode. <laughs> Don't tell them not to listen to the episode. <laughs> listen to the episode. <laughs> but we're just giving you a warning. <laughs> we're just giving you a spoiler Don't. alert warning. Don't ever listen to it. <laughs> Don't tell them that. But anyway, so... Yeah, we talk about Hocus Pocus 2 at the end, uh, like halfway through the episode. But uh, on another note, we were just on the Master Debaters, the Monday Night Master Debaters over at the Great Deception Podcast. It was Pepper's first time, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And that episode is out now, or it should be out now at the, you know, when we release this one. So definitely go over there and check that out. Matt from the Great Deception and Ryan from Dangerous World. We had a blast. It's a good time. It was so much fun. So much fun. So... Enjoy the episode, and uh, let us know what you think. Thanks, guys. All right. So, start, I suppose. We'll talk about Hocus Pocus. Yeah, we'll talk about Hocus Pocus. Mm-hmm. Ladies and gentlemen, how is it going? We're here in our professional recording studio. <laughs> in the nude what wait a minute (laughs) i'm in the nude no uh i'm not but anyway um we decided to go all natural tonight all natural and if you'd like to sign up for our patreon (laughs) (laughs) just you can't show that stuff on patreon she can yeah but it's a pain in the butt because there's how do you you can't like you have to have a video hosting platform. You can't. Yes. So it would be useless. We can't post that on YouTube. <laughs> no, but you can post naked yoga on YouTube, and yeah. that's totally fine. Totally fine. Well, it's an educational thing. Well, so is this. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose. But uh, yeah, it's October now. It's a chilly, chilly, chilly night. It's very cold. Kind of a creepy day. It was creepy. Holy moly. I forgot about that walk. Yeah, man. so. Well, is... it, it's interesting because retrograde is over. It's over. There is a two-week shadow period, of course. Mm-hmm. But I thought I'd feel, I guess I do feel a little relief from it. I didn't feel anything in the beginning at all. I think toward the end, I was starting to feel the effects of it a tiny oh, bit. I mean, we definitely witnessed it with some people uh, in our lives you know that's true <laughs> they some people they want a little ape shit some people lost their <laughs> marbles for a couple days no one we like no one re- i mean we know them we don't respect them but <laughs> <laughs> just people that we have to deal with yes. but uh yeah that was uh, entertaining it was quite entertaining mm-hmm. from what you told me but anyway we're not going to dwell on that here we are sunday october 2nd october 2nd um we took the dogs for a walk this morning because uh, the children were not home. Yeah. My my 
or our son went with my parents at their campground. They had a little Halloween shindig. He got to dress up as a pirate. He loved it. He went ape shit with the candy, came home, threw up. But we, we had the morning to ourselves. <laughs> home and threw up, a regular Sunday Just morning. Just a normal Sunday morning. With and then he was fine. He was fine. As usual. But uh, see, this is like the thing. Like, we have so much weird shit happen to us. I feel like people aren't going to believe I know. You didn't know I was thinking about that on our walk today after that happened to us. And I was like, do we even talk about this? Because I feel like there's going to be a point where people are like, yeah, right. Okay. That um, here's another story. Every week they got something. But I swear people, audience members, weird shit happen. And it's not like, so this is the thing. It's not like this stuff is just 24-7. It's like we just pick up on this weird stuff that happens. And we just take note of it. Like, okay, that happened. Yeah. And this podcast is kind of an outlet for that as well. But uh, yeah, we were walking the dogs and they were just like off. The atmosphere was weird today. It was too. a very weird atmosphere. It was cold. It was only like, felt like it was like 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. Very murky, cloudy. Just a gray day. Yeah. And I'm not going to say this was Sam Squamch, but it was just a weird thing that happened and this could have happened to anybody and they just would have been like oh that's weird yeah oh it, the dog it, again, you know could, whatever could have but... just been like it could have been coyotes in the it could have been whatever we don't know. I know i'm not saying it was something paranormal it, it was, was just weird uncharacteristic for rocco to act that way yeah I think rocco that's what it was. is so we were walking and we got probably what close to a mile from our house mm-hmm. about a mile yeah. from our house and we live in a very wooded Area. It's a big development, but it's like there's just woods everywhere. And right, it's not one of those developments that you see that they chop down all the trees and it's just it's flat. There's it's, spaces between the houses. Yeah. It's like and there's a lot of trees. I mean, huge trees around here. And that's that's one of the appeals. Yeah. For, it's, for living it's here. It's pretty private for being like a development, but but the back area is really dense. It's like the wooded. Amazon jungle back there. Yeah. I mean, it's insane. Like you go through it and it's just there's nothing back there it's just woods you walk as you're walking on the street like on the side of the road you you you're dipped into a valley and the sides of the road are up that you know what i mean they swoop up almost like the forest the trees everything around you're surrounded by woods so it's 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 a cool place to walk through but like we were walking and the dogs were just off they were just very off they're yeah. normally pretty i mean they're not great on the leash i'm not gonna sit here and say we're like no we're still working on it yeah they're puppies still but they're they're pretty good they can walk around but they were just pulling a lot today they're very anxious walking and we got up to this one kind of like where the road kind of bends and there's like a fire hydrant there so it's like this weird little patch of grass that like juts out mm-hmm. into the road a little bit like on this turn and I felt weird walking up to it. And as soon as we walked up, Rocco got real low and his hair stood up on his back. Mm-hmm. And he was just like staring into the woods and he growled and it was quiet. Like everything was just quiet. You could yeah. hear the leaves are starting to get crunchy. You could hear like little crunches here and there. Rustling because Sing- the, it was a little windy. Yeah. Single bird chirp. Like normally it's very noisy, you know? Yeah. And it's like there was nothing. It was just like quiet and he starts growling into the woods and then he just turned and like wouldn't go past that point and we sat there for a second 
like he turned and was walking and Luna was going to and well he stood there too with us and he stopped yeah and he was just staring but into for the him to growl yeah he doesn't growl very unusual and there was nothing around i mean they see squirrels and rabbits they don't even pay attention they look up like oh squirrel okay mm-hmm. cool like mm-hmm. that's it they're not barkers after the squirrels they don't try to like pull nothing they just notice so this was very odd that he would stop we saw nothing so then after this happened he stopped the hairs were still standing up and we all stopped and we're looking toward the wood the wooded area here and it was completely silent and all we heard was i'm gonna say it sounded like maybe coyotes or something like it was just this weird like (laughs) and i i always equate that to monkey sounds obviously there's not monkeys in the woods but I've heard this sound before. Yeah. When we're in the nature preserve. Mm-hmm. And perhaps it is coyotes doing this sound. But we did live in the Catskills and we did coyotes witness a lot of coyotes every different. night. Remember yeah. how loud they were? Yeah. It sounds like screeching. Yeah, the coyotes are nasty sounding. I mean, it's it's terrifying. It I'm was not gonna... terrifying hearing them in the Catskills, but this was different it, it, to me it sounds like monkeys like i mean it was like <laughs> like mm-hmm. and it's like yeah could be a bird i'm not i'm not saying it was anything it could have been but the fact that he he would never stop and growl because a bird was right making a noise i, I mean we're surrounded we have like we live in like a freaking bird sanctuary right here mm-hmm. where we are blue oh, jays and robins cardinals we have a freaking owl in our backyard yeah the owl our watcher so, yeah but it was just an odd thing and it felt creepy and we just turned around and they were like just, ready to go back they they're just, like nope we're, we're not they were done with the walk yeah. they were like we're done and Which we're like so unusual yeah we want to keep going they always don't stop. They don't want to ever stop walking no but they were ready to go home and it was cold out and we just we got home and it was just an odd weird day it was weird and then the little guy came home busted and he still had face paint on from trick-or-treating the other day and my mom took him to stores with this face paint on i didn't even think about that isn't that ridiculous like he had (laughs) he had a pirate he had like a mustache and stuff oh my and he wouldn't let them take it off so he went she took him to all those stores with that face paint on it's like embarrassing i didn't think about that well it's on her you know what i mean yeah i mean it's whatever but uh grandmothers do and he came home and he puked his guts out mm-hmm. and then he was puked fine. on the i guess in the car yeah he puked this is fun this is a fun I conversation i know it's just like he's just one of those he's a public pooper and i was never a public pooper <laughs> like i i would hold it in all day at school because i was so afraid oh to my go God, poop. yeah i would never poop in public i still don't like doing it unless it's like an emergency but he loves it he's just like a, he likes to check out the bathroom at places and take a dump there like he's just one of those kids but uh he's yeah. comfortable in his own skin he's very comfortable in his own skin he does not lack confidence at all no but so yeah he came home puked and then we just had a normal day right we watched hocus pocus too and we're going to talk about that tonight but yesterday we went to the garlic festival mm. one of my favorites even though it's not the best in the world it's it's fun it's a fun festival i literally it. i used to work at it when i was in middle school and high school i was in a community service thing my mom was the president of the kiwanis club so i had to work it but i enjoyed it 
and I've never, I, the only time I've missed it since 2004, I think I've gone every year and we missed it last year because we were in Cape Cod, but this year we went and it was, it was great. It was great. Saw some friends. I saw a lot of old, like people I went to high school with and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's just very odd, like going down. It's very like, it's weird. Cause like, I recognize everyone's face, but it's, I don't really know anyone yeah. and no one recognizes me now. Like it's, we ran into some friends and stuff, but like, it was just, it's just odd going back to like your hometown. Mm -hmm. it is, I don't know. But we had fun. It was a lot of fun. And um, ate, ate good food. Ate a ton of good food. Got some cute things. We shopped. Yeah, you we got had, like cute awesome, vendors. And... Yeah, you got an awesome apron. I know, so cute. You got to post a picture of that. I will. It's... I'm going to share this lady's information too because she's awesome. She makes like aprons and stuff like out of like old feed sacks feed sacks and, and dish towels yeah and then she like screen prints like her farm animals on them and stuff it's so odd but so cool i love that kind of stuff and then there's this other section with vintage aprons but she puts them together from like vintage cloths that she finds and oh my gosh first of all i was just in love looking at them all because i love anything vintage and old and old patterns and oh it's just I just love it. I love it. And so I'm looking through and then it was kismet. <laughs> there it was. There was an apron. Then, with, go ahead. With an embroidered pepper on it. Wearing, a, holding a hat. And holding a hat. And it said pepper on it. Pepper right underneath. And I said, this is mine. This was made for me. It's adorable. So I'm going to share that. Yeah. It's a cool apron. Yeah. But festival was a lot of fun. We... Got a ton of stuff, beef jerky, fudge. I mean, like I know it's indulgent and, and it's just, just so fun. ridiculous. And the one thing we didn't get at the freaking garlic oh. festival. Can you guess, folks? We didn't buy garlic. It's just farms. Like there's gotta be two hundred at least two hundred vendors there. Selling right? garlic. Like they're all bushels of garlic. Besides, you know, all the food places and all the like regular vendors that sell like pottery and goods like there's farm stands set up of like 200 farms mm -hmm. but it's like what garlic do you choose i, I, I get overwhelmed it's overwhelming everyone's got the best garlic right, apparently. everyone's got the best garlic and they're all different names and they're like yeah. this one's this is a german red and this is a a russian white and this right, is a right so it's black like, what... top silver and we were like what the hell so i get overwhelmed i'm just yeah. like I, we just 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 garlic please yeah i just want some garlic we want to keep the vampires away just garlic just some garlic but <laughs> the funny thing is like because my mom used to work on the like committee and she would like choose the vendors and do all that and pick the artwork and all that good stuff like the thing is like food vendors everyone has to have something that features garlic in it everything so like there's garlic ice cream there there's garlic uh, like anything garlic fries garlic uh corn garlic and like the art vendors and stuff have to have something with garlic so and like the vendors the just the stores or whatever mm -hmm. whatever you call them have to have garlic themed yeah. stuff too right like, so like there's like a guy that has like wood carvings and stuff and he yeah ha he has like a garlic bulb yeah out. you yeah. know what i mean 
they have like one of them you know it's like just right, to fit the criteria fit yeah. yeah we have one garlic piece of jewelry here you go and here's the rest of our stuff <laughs> garlic jewelry yeah and then it's they really had a cool. garlic fudge that, did you try that one? Oh no oh yeah no she offered that to me i couldn't do it no i didn't want to I, try I tried the pumpkin pie yeah but, good. Uh, yeah so that was a lot of fun mm-hmm. and then yeah. we went to our favorite store afterwards adams adams fair acre farms in kingston new york mm. great store i love that place yeah it's just I freaking a freaking love old, that place. And, so many and we bought garlic there. <laughs> and we bought garlic at Adams Fairy Acre Farms. Um, so it's not, well, we used to go shop grocery shopping there more. Like, obviously, we live far away from there now, but um, it's like one of those places where you want to buy like cheese and olives and specialty meats, things. And it's so fantastic. We bought our mums mm-hmm. for our they have porch. an awesome garden center. Like, uh, the most do- beautiful garden center. And then they have like, I have so many, we used to go every year and get like our Christmas ornaments. We would all get one mm-hmm. Christmas ornament. Well, me and my brother, we'd yeah. get a new Christmas ornament every year because they have those old kind of fancy glass ones. And then and they, we started that tradition with the boys. Yeah. Yep. And uh, it's just a cool place. My dad used to work there when he was in like high school yeah. or college and stuff. Like it's, it's just an awesome store. I wish there was one up near us, but. But then I was take the charm away from it, you know? Would it though? yeah okay anyway um it's a cool store yeah went there drove by our old house drove by our old house new people live there now that was weird they sold to it. see the people yeah but uh oh we were talking about creepy towns yeah creepy so because yesterday it was a creepy feeling too yeah, so i think it's just october you know it's it like... is but the town we were like the garlic festivals in saugerties new york that's where i i grew up in kingston but i moved to saugerties when i was 11 i think and it's just i mean i've talked about this on my show before in the earlier episodes i've talked about it on other shows but my house was haunted growing up and you got to stay there a few times in my mm-hmm. parents old house before they moved out and we drove past my house it's weird like it's been redone like they redid the siding and stuff on it but it's just a creepy area and i took you behind the house like there's a road behind the house and it is so creepy and you were just creeped out. Like there's like new houses, but they have old structures on them. So like there's these old, I don't know if they're outhouses or little like, I don't know why they all have these red outhouses and they all have black boards on the windows. And it just made me like shiver. Like thinking about it right now, it's making me like have the chills. It looks so scary you're right it's like it's not an outhouse i don't know if it's a well you house. never took me on that particular i think well. they're well houses they're like that makes sense where people have their wells dug but, but it's there's just, something about the it's look just of it. creepy like i want to get my brother back on to talk about this yeah again too because like he had an encounter back there where some he said it was a bear following him because there's like a swamp back there would it's, a bear follow you no they wouldn't a bear That's would not pace thinking. you out and it was in the tall grass, so he couldn't see anything. I want him to come on so bad and I talk know. about that. It was, I don't think he talked about it when he was on, like, the second No, episode. I don't think he did. But yeah, if you want to hear, like, some more of the haunted shit that went on at my house, like, listen to episode, I think it's episode two with my brother. Uh, the audio is a little off, but. It's not bad. It's not terrible. It's pretty, it's a fun episode. He's a fun guy, and we got to get him back on. But, uh. Yeah, so there's a lot of, like, haunted things in Saugerties. Yeah, and then driving through from Kingston to Saugerties, there's Mount Marion. And that's where my dad grew up. Right. And And 
in Mount Marion. It's still part of Saugerties technically, but it's. So we drove through this part too. Yeah. And there's a road, a famous road in Mount Marion called Patch Road. You could probably look it up. Oh yeah. You can I'm sure it. it's somewhat famous. Yeah. And it's, it's got a banshee on it and I don't, I, we'll do a whole episode on it or talk about it more, yeah. but it is a creepy road. And like, it's just like one of those local legends, yeah. like the Patch Road Banshee. But the whole area. The whole area is creepy. That whole drive up that, 9W yeah. is just, <clears throat> it's <throat> a creepy area. It really is. You and then if you look feel... into like the history of it, though, there's a lot of like Native Americans in the area that, you know, we pushed out, not us personally, but, you know, yeah. people in the past. Like, so there's just a lot of like, the whole like Asopus area is pretty eerie there's a lot of cool stuff and then like up in catskill where like our old house is, mm -hmm. is like rip van winkle area and we should do a whole episode on rip van winkle just breaking down to. that story because i'm pretty I sure i love that area I, I see i love that area so much however the saugerties that that other area is like dark it's dark like there's a heavy the energy catskill there. area is more like interesting to me i feel more like romanticized about that area maybe because i live there i don't know but this other area man there's some like there's some dark there's some juju and sorrows like uh, just a lot of weird shit going on yeah there. i don't know what it is but it's creepy like we drove behind the house by that swamp and you were like get me the fuck out of mm -hmm. i've had like weird I had someone follow me home from back there one time which is a whole story like it's just like I don't, know, I don't know if it's on like a ley line or if there's like power lines or something that makes but people, people go people like suit the area too what's that people like kind of suit that area too yeah like it's, it's a they're very almost i don't know dark yeah dark people too like attitudes you know they're yeah it's a weird weird area uh certain spots there's some nicer spots i'm saying like... they don't like people that aren't from that area yeah they don't area. like it's outsiders. Very, that's what i'm trying it's to get like... at like it's very strange it's very strange it's um but yeah we'll do a whole episode on yeah. that um yeah what but it's we, fun talking about spooky towns it is fun talking about spooky towns and uh yeah the cats get the rip van winkle i want to do an episode just okay. on like rip van winkle because if you read the original story like he goes into the woods and like fairies put him to sleep yeah. for 20 years yeah that would just make sense why you're kind of drawn to that area if you know there's a fairy presence, but what do we want to talk about tonight? Hocus Pocus too. Yeah, let's do talk like about a movie it. review on it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Because so, it's everyone's talking about it. Yeah. So just go ahead and all right. give our interpretations. You want to start? Sure. Yeah. Well, I was excited to watch it because I was always a fan of Hocus Pocus because I was like just into it. You know, it's like fun movie. It's light. It's cozy. Mm -hmm. The first one's kind of dark, though. When you really watch it, dark and cozy. Dark oh. and cozy. <laughs> like we started watching the first one again because I, yeah, I've only watched it maybe it's once. A, to me, it's like a comfort view. You know what I mean? It's kind of mm -hmm. like you throw it, you throw that on, just like ah. Um, I know it's that might sound weird, but um, I don't know. It, it's it's a great movie. 
for it is what it is it's goofy it's supposed to be slapstick you know right. it's not supposed to be taken seriously this no. movie um no but like the first one if you really think about like the beginning of it oh it's dark it's pretty dark for like a pg movie yeah like they're stealing this girl's life force well it starts out with murder and a hanging, a hanging. yeah like they, <laughs> so... they kill this little girl they steal her life force yeah. energy to and literally young. she like dies she's like dead yeah in the corner then they transform the the boy into a cat yeah put a curse on him for all eternity or whatever and then they're like the sanderson sisters are accused and then they hang him right right (laughs) it's It's wild um so yeah so number two you liked it i did like it it was fun Mm -hmm. because it's a kid's movie let's just put it out there you're not going to go into Hocus Pocus 2 like, this is going to be serious and I'm going to learn a lot from this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's a freaking kids movie, you know? Mm-hmm. It's catered to seven and up. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, adults like me enjoy it because I'm a kid at heart. I mm-hmm. love that kind of stuff. Um, it's It had the same kind of feel from the original Hocus Pocus. It was fun. It was goofy. Like the Sanderson sisters were still their their personality look like they haven't aged a bit, by the way. Um, and it was great. I mean, there's a lot of differences, but overall, I think it matched well. I loved the beginning because it was a different um setup than the other one. So Hocus Pocus one was definitely dark and everything like that, like we talked about, but this one had more humor to it. Um the prologue started with the girls at a young age in Salem. And it was exciting because like we were just in Salem. Mm-hmm. So it was just fun to yeah, like watch all that up, stuff. It says Salem, 1653. Yeah. And there's this bird flying and you get to follow the bird around and yep. it brings it down. So And they're living alone in their little Salem house in the village. Mm-hmm. And um, the older one that is bet midler at you know willifred i think her name is Will, yeah, yeah um she the the reverend comes and wants to marry her off and she's like absolutely not like i have no interest in that and that's how it all started then he's like you know you're being banished from salem and um they eventually run into the woods mm-hmm. that you know you're not supposed to go into right so the and they meet the mother witch in there and the bird comes in and transforms yep. into this witch and yep, gives the, her the in book. the forbidden woods and uh yeah so mother witch comes and she's like you're not like the other children you know you're you're, you're special and so she hands her the witch's book um of spells because it's all about like the number 16 in this one right well she was 16 <laughs> years old yeah, yeah she turned 16 so they're trying to marry her off and yeah that's when like witches get their power apparently yeah. in this yeah. story. Yeah. But it's interesting. Like when they first go in, like she walks into the house, she's like storming through, you know, pushing everyone over and whatnot. She comes storming in and the other two sisters are in there and they're adding goat blood to jello. And they're like, look, it makes it, it makes it stay jiggly and stuff. And it's like, so I'm looking at all the occult, like weird shit that's going on that's, i the... didn't even notice that yeah they're like we added goat blood to it <laughs> and so like right there you got that image the that symbolism of the goat again yeah blood they talk a lot about like blood in this one mm-hmm. and stuff 
they kind of toned it down with like the eating kids yes well no they they did and they didn't because like as you get further into the movie they're like eating there's a lot of like children eating uh adrenochromes type stuff when they take them to walgreens and stuff yeah. but we'll get into that scene in a, yeah. a little bit um so i noticed that right away they, that they added goat blood to okay. it which i thought was interesting um the reverend comes in and is like you need to agree to marry so and so and or i can't remember who it was and atone for your sins and then ends up banishing him and then we get into the woods yeah yeah. They storm off. They go to take the younger sisters and they all run out into the woods. Right, right. Does something happen? Does she do like something powerful and like, no, a spider? Yeah. So a big, huge spider was on the Reverend's arm and he started screaming, like panicking. Mm-hmm. And someone's like, she's trying to kill the Reverend. Mm-hmm. And then, eight legs of sin. Right, eight legs of sin. Yeah, it was just they really end funny. up in the woods, the, yep. which gives them the power yep. and tells them what she say. The witch gives her the spell book and she says a witch is nothing without her coven and eating children. And and they talk about like how they have to eat children to stay young. Right. You know what I mean? There's this big thing about eating children. So I'm looking at that from the conspiracy perspective. It seems so tongue in cheek to me when they say it. It's played off as funny. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm looking at the hidden. Because the older sister says... But you're a witch. You're you're you eat children and stuff. And she was like, "Yeah, that's what we do to stay young." You know, I almost like, mm, sure, okay, right. believe what you but want. If you, you start know what looking I mean? into like the shit with the elites and the adrenochrome and all this stuff, like, I think our our, our people in power believe this shit too. And yeah. they right. Uh, so anyway, we'll we'll go off of that. So then they they get the book and they're causing all sorts of mischief and she like burns the reverend's house down right next day there's a fire and yeah or over the night you know yeah um and then it jumps to salem present day and you see that bird flying around again yeah yeah so then it's in modern times yeah so then it's in modern times and it's a surround it's centered around three girls i think it was becca izzy and oh what's the other ones i wrote i wrote down her name uh becca izzy and oh cassie Mm -hmm. and um they don't even say their names though i found that kind of annoying well they did yeah but not right away you have to like listen for it yeah they're just like talking but this is the way like teen tween movies are set up now it's very fast paced yeah you know i'm just saying they didn't give a lot of like character development no well that was one thing that i noticed too the first Hocus Pocus, Pocus is very family almost oriented. Like there's a big family dynamic with. Um, and a lot more history about Salem. Like it starts off with the kids in school. Yeah. It is in the first one. And they're right. given the history of the Sanderson sisters and the new cool kid from California. Right. Is like, I don't believe in any of this Hocus Pocus. <laughs> right. Right. Uh-huh. Right. Right. But it starts out like um, very like i said family focus about his family and then his the girls what's what's this girl from allison Mm -hmm. um very you know her about her family and they got they touched upon one of the girls family a little bit but not the other two yeah the one girl there was like a mention of one girl's mother but the main character Mm -hmm. there was mention of no family yeah and they don't even say her, her name out loud until like 
almost like a half hour in, you don't even learn her name. Yeah. Which I thought was just an odd choice. Right. For the directors, but um, so they go in and you kind of get they they do a decent job of like painting that they're weird, you know, like there's a party going on and she they she has a test and she has this like intuition like oh there's going to be a pop quiz so she pulls yeah. out her piece of turquoise yeah and the other girl's like why are you pulling that out what do you need luck for and she's like i have a feeling there's going to be a test today right. you know what i mean right and right then... i think the easiest thing for us the way to discuss it is i'm going to go over the differences between number one and number two and then you talk about the weird shit yeah. that you found out so mm -hmm. i would say the diff the biggest difference is um Number one had like I kind of said in the beginning like this dreamlike autumnal cozy vibe. It set you in the scene of Salem, and you got invested in the town too as you were watching. Yeah, like they're driving through. You see like all the buildings, and it's like, oh, we went, we saw that street. Yeah, saw, like it showed more of the town. This one didn't really do that. It was more focused on like the kids. Right. And, you know, as Max is riding his, you know, bike from home to, through the cemetery, um, you, you get a whole sense of it. So you're not only invested in the characters, you're invested in Salem, uh, where number two, it didn't really have that. And it was more, everything was brighter. It didn't have that dreamlike setting mm -hmm. that, that the first one had. The first one literally had like, felt like homemade Halloween decorations yeah. you know um you know the second one had like this fake carnival aspect yeah. to it and everything like that but things are different now kids visually they need that stimulation yeah it's you know? gotta be bright and shiny and... yeah so so that was interesting um i i liked the way they explained billy what was his last name i forget i i forget all their names um the zombie in the first yeah movie. the zombie but his name is billy i just don't billy butcherson um oh, billy whatever i don't know yeah it doesn't matter really but i like the way they explained that because in the first one it was always her lover and he can never get the words like he can never get it out mostly because his mouth was sewn shut for most of the movie but there weren't lovers right they kissed one <laughs> they time. kissed once in a graveyard apparently so it was cool to see like his side of the story um that was that was really cool about it and then um what else oh they of course they had to have a musical number because in the first hocus pocus there's it's a very iconic scene mm -hmm. you know when they are at the town hall and the parent for the parents dance halloween dance or whatever and they put a spell on the whole mm -hmm. crowd and they're they're dancing like you know just nonsensically all night um and then this one hocus pocus 2 had another um you know musical scene and it, you know it was bigger mm -hmm. and longer and it was kind of like a sequence thing uh because the well he's not the reverend but he, the mayor of the town was the reverend it's the same actor but it's same it actor. says that you know yeah he they, uh... um they they just like slip this in. So there's the three girls, right? So Cassidy is kind of like the outcast now because she's dating the jock. And the other two girls, they're talking about their birthday ritual because it's the girl, is it Becca, the one? She's 
they kind of hint that they're like doing witchy shit, mm-hmm. but they don't give any background on like how they got into that or anything. Mm-hmm. And you just, you know. Yeah, I wish there was a little. They, they kept saying since they were five years old. Right. They were doing these like birthday rituals and yeah. stuff, but like it doesn't give any background as to why these girls are into witchcraft right. or anything like that. Right. I, and I did, I kept waiting. I wanted more. Right. Of that. Like some kind of backstory yeah. with that. But and I thought five was sounded a little, a little too young little to be too doing young some to birthday be doing rituals birthday in the woods. Rituals. But uh, so they kind of show that like this girl Cassidy is not really feeling it like this year, and she's having a big party at her house, and those she two has this moron boyfriend, yeah, you know? the village idiot, and yeah, whatever, you know. But then it, they slip in that Cassidy's family dates back to the the witch trials, and her father is the mayor, you know. And then, uh, then it cuts to the magic shop, right? Yeah. So there's like a little beef there. We're like, we're not going to invite her because she didn't invite us and blah, 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 whatever. We're going to do the birthday ritual. So then they cut to the the magic shop, which is the sister's house. Mm-hmm. They It was the museum. And then they've now turned it into like an occult shop that sells yeah. crystals and magic stuff like yeah. that. You know, our kind of place. But yeah, <laughs> so it's Gilbert. I think. The yeah. So the guy, there. the owner is Gilbert. And uh they're, they're kind of going over the Sanderson sister mm-hmm. legend. A lot of movies do this where they kind of reenact it. Like he's telling the story and then like the little kid gets scared and runs out and whatever. Yeah. And uh, the girls and They're very in. idolized. Yeah. Like they, they yeah. did a weird, like it's very meta. Like you said, like. Yeah. I was going to get to that when you're done with this, but it was very cool because I appreciated wall. this mm-hmm. because there were scenes that they were, uh, like flying by a house or whatever and they looked in this one house and they were the the people the couple in there was watching the first hocus pocus and i thought that was brilliant like mm-hmm. i loved that you know and it show it was a scene with gary and penny marshall which is classic you know those two um so yeah it was that was really cool mm-hmm. and uh yeah there was it was definitely that. there was some funny stuff to it like Again, it's it's lighthearted. It's supposed to be lighthearted. It's again a children's movie, so right. there's only so much you can do. Mm-hmm. They definitely toned down the sex vibes of Sarah yeah, Jessica like Parker. She's not like a she was oversexed in the first one. Right. Um, this one was super toned down. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so that was something I noticed for sure. Yeah. Um, trying to think like what else. Basically, we'll just finish the plot off. So like they come back right a virgin lights the candle yep and they come back and everyone is just like so like they i like there's like a contest where people dress like them they're they're like talked about like yeah, they're idolized in right salem yeah so they want to winifred wants to do the ultimate spell that the book won't let her do right mm-hmm. so she does she the whole point is she wants to get her book back which is in the magic right shop. we'll, we'll get into all this and it's shop. like yeah she wants to get her book back and get that ultimate spell to manifest whatever she mm-hmm. wants and have ultimate power and then the girls the younger girls don't let that happen yeah and that's basically the plot of the movie mm-hmm. and then they learn a lesson at the end yeah but then we can just kind of break it down scene by scene kind of i guess yeah, I mean, I don't think we have to get into too, too much of it. But well, I there's think... some interesting stuff. So Yeah, like they... you get into the interesting So they aspects. go to, and I'm just looking at this from a perspective of like 
like a cult knowledge. Because neither of us talked about it after we watched it. No. So this will be interesting to hear because I look at it from a purely entertainment standpoint. Mm -hmm. I'm not looking for cult knowledge. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm looking for, you know, if it piqued my interest at all. Was I, did I have, I enjoyed it. Right. You know, Um, I laughed a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, I thought it was cute. I thought it was a cute movie. Mm-hmm. So that's really, and I liked paying attention to the differences and the similarities between the two. Right. So for me, I'm looking for like a cult shit, hidden stuff in there. What's Disney going to push next? You know, that kind yeah. of stuff like that. So overall, I would say it was pretty tame on the, like it wasn't too, too much, but like they go into the candle shop. The owner gives uh, the girl Becca a magically charged candle. And he says to use this in your ritual, right? And, you know, these candles help our intentions manifest, right? So he gives her this, like, screwed up looking candle. It's all, like, melted looking. And then as they're walking out, like, the other girl, I don't even know her name, uh, sees some, like, Angelica leaves. And so he's like, free, like, free Angelica leaves. And he the guy says like oh you burn these to lift curses and stuff Mm -hmm. so it's like some magic aspects because like if you look into this angelica is a pretty powerful herb but i appreciated all that because that is true like witchy stuff that is like witch tools yeah to be using so it's kind of interesting because that's what i'm saying they're putting this knowledge out there yeah in a kid's movie right like you can burn these candles to manifest your intentions. Yeah. You can do these spells. You can right. use these herbs. So he gives her the candle. The two girls go out in the woods. Uh, they light the candle. And then it starts sparking like crazy. Like one of those uh, sparkler lighters yep. things are going off, whatever. And then it, they're freaking out. So they pour water on it. It goes out and then it relights with the black flame. And the black flame is what... Um, Brings the brings the sisters, sisters back, yeah. so the ground splits open. You get this idea that they're coming out from hell, kind yep. of. Uh, the witches appear, and uh, what do they say? Candles, witches, moon. I'm just reading through my notes, and so the witches appear, and they're like, "There's children here. We want to. We're gonna use the eat you, yeah, basically, right?" right. And they're like, no, we're not. We're 40. We're just, right. you know, we just look really young. But we we're just 40. look so young because we do that too. Right. So then they take them to Walgreens. And uh, that was really funny. It's a funny scene. But so they're like taking them to the lotion aisle. And they're like, lotion, potion. Like, it, right. you know, and it's, they find one that's called baby face. And they're like drinking the lotion right. to stay young and whatever. But there's a weird scene where I think it's Sarah Jessica Parker picks up a face mask. No, it was the other one the other okay which it was one's? the other sister um i don't mary it's mary name, but so she picks up a face mask and it's like a face mask you would put on but it's she's like ooh, the face of a child and she picks it up and it's got some like i was like oh, look i'm a baby or something right but <laughs> then she starts eating it and yeah it's just got that like i don't know that like same thing with wilson on the the ball yeah cast away that the taking people's faces off and putting them on it just had that symbolism mm. in there so the conspiracy people would see that and say like that's kind of fucked up but because apparently that's a whole ritual where they cut people's faces off and wear them and whatnot so it was just a weird okay. weird scene to put in there but they they play it off with the funniness you know 
And then we learn that uh, salt circles repel magic. So the, the witches eventually find out that there's actually no baby parts in the lotion and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so they start shooting magic and stuff. So like they talk a lot about magic, but then they give you the Harry Potter magic where they're shooting yeah. laser beams and whatnot. So she makes a salt circle. It repels them and the girls run away. And then the, the three witches want to grab their brooms. And this is kind of funny. She grabs a broom, but there's only one. And, and then, then Sarah uh, Jessica grabbed this grabs Swiffer, a Swiffer. And, and then Mary had the Roombas, mm-hmm. that what they're called. Mm-hmm. Those little mechanical ones. And then mm-hmm. she flies out with them on her feet. Mm-hmm. She's like, the guy told me they're great vacuum. Or, right. No, right. Great brooms. But it's, they have it's a mind. To a broom, but they have, a, they have minds of their own. Right. And then it kind of cuts back to the shop owner because I guess they run back to the shop, right? And yeah. they're like, what the hell? And he tells the story that when he was little, he saw them mm-hmm. 29 years ago uh, in 1993. So yeah. they called that. This is when they start calling back to the first movie. He's like, I saw them that night and I've been obsessed with them ever since. Yeah. And I opened up the shop and I've been trying to figure out a and time. And he grabbed their book, right? Then? He had their book yeah. and everything. So he, he's been trying to summon them back. Mm-hmm. And, the and he only... used these girls, right, who he knew in the town, um, to light the candle. So yeah. he made a new black flame candle, yep, to summon them back. And then, you know, they grab him, the shop owner Gilbert, and they put him on a task to get all the ingredients for the master spell. Yeah, I forget what it's called, but they need like the head of a lover, which is butter, juice of a certain berry. Uh, one petrified spider and a drop of your enemy's blood. So then you have the blood coming back mm-hmm. into it again. Blood magic. Yeah. Um, and then they put him into a binding contract, kind of like a devil's deal, where mm-hmm. like they set the hourglass, and he has a certain amount of time to do this, or they're gonna like take his soul too. Right. So he has to go dig up Billy, and like get his head. Yep. And it's funny so it's silly yeah it's silly stuff uh the 29 years that kind of reminded it was like 29 years ago they were here in 1993 and that kind of just reminded me of like the saturn return yeah i thought that was interesting timing you know every 29 years right it's like 29 and a half years i think is your saturn return yeah so i just thought that was like an interesting connection there that's a good one um so then they trap the girls in the basement of the shop, which is their old house. Uh, they can't get out of there. They can't even call. So they're trying to like call their other friend Cassidy and let them right. know that they're trying to kill the mayor. So they want to kill the mayor. Yep. Because they need a drop of blood from the enemy to make this spell happen. Yep. And that's what like the whole point of their quest is. They need to right. get the, find so, the mayor. So they're trying to call. Yep. Cassidy and they're like you know you're in trouble whatever and yeah. they can't even this the spell doesn't even work on the cell phones right or it works on the cell phone so they can't even call out of the basement whatever then they burn in Angelica they get out um then you know the witches are running amok in the town and there's like a whole Sanderson sister contest where people yeah because the big festival's going on because it's big Halloween, Halloween right? festival the mayor just wants to get his candy apple that's like the whole point of it but then they finally get out and they call uh the girls call the mayor and let him know that she's having a party there so he leaves the festival 
they get they ratted out their friend yeah they ratted out their friend to stop the festival but this is a little interesting thing that was in there uh so the the sanderson sisters the real ones go up on stage during this like contest for Mm -hmm. who has the best costume and they're like hey fellas or you're looking good fellas right (laughs) and you know what do you call your group and she says the originals and then if you look there's a bunch of different trans like cross-dresser uh trans groups in there they're all Uh, it's a bunch of men dressed up as okay well i saw the drag queen group yeah the drag queens right and it's just again just kind of pushing that in a kid's movie it's played off funny you know yeah but it's still in there you know it's an interesting thing and i'm not being a buzzkill i'm just noticing stuff right that's in there so there's more than one person in drag on the stage Mm. during this contest right well it's a group right it was like a three the three men dressed three men and then another one had like one man in there dressed as the other witch and she's like oh you look fabulous do i look that good too you know because obviously he looked hideous right because it was a dude right yeah but i'm just saying a lot of cross-dressing going on oh god it was just I'm just po- pointing out the stuff I noticed. <laughs> um, you know, and then they they do the ritual through the song mm-hmm. and they put the whole spell down and then it's a big like flash mob right. thing, you know. Right. And it's entertaining. It's fun. Um, then they like break the fourth wall a lot. That's when they have the scene where they're yeah. flying through and they see the other people watching Hocus Pocus 1. Um. Then, so they get to the girl Cassidy's house and they're like, we got to tell you everything. The Sanderson sisters are real, blah, 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 mm-hmm. blah. So they get them in there and they trap them in a circle of salt and they mm-hmm. can't get out. Right. So they're just stuck in the garage and the dad comes home and he's like, what's going on? Whatever. And I don't know what ends up happening with him. I have no idea. I was going to ask you what, whatever like, what ends up there. happening. I have no clue. I completely missed that. No idea. But, so they go running. I don't know. To back to the shop or whatever mm-hmm. and then uh the Roombas come in and they suck up the salt and get the uh right so they can get out and then they have this big showdown in the woods and they have all the parts ready you know uh yeah. gilbert got all the pieces ready for the ritual he's got billy's head on the thing yep and like they just need the blood of the enemy right so they're in the woods and the three younger girls are there now and Winifred scratches the one's neck, gets the drop of blood, mm-hmm. puts it on, and then pff, the spell book mm-hmm. comes out. And she has to like force the book to do this spell. Yeah, the spell did not, the book didn't, didn't want to. The book didn't want it. to do it. This was another thing I thought very interesting. What? In the first one, the book was like a, her pet. Yeah. This one, the book was like its own character. Yeah, it had, it was very personified. I mean, it was, it had an attitude. Yeah. It like wouldn't let them go to certain pages. Yeah. And stuff. Like, yeah, it was like fighting it. Yeah, and it like cried. Mm-hmm. It's got an eyeball on it. Yeah, you know, it got like teary eyed. It was weird, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, I just felt that it was interesting. So they they do the ritual, right? Yep. She gets, and you have to sacrifice something you love, right? Mm-hmm. So it's like the head of a lover, but you have to sacrifice something you love. Well, it didn't work because Billy wasn't wasn't her. actually her lover. So what did it, so what ends up happening? She does the spell, she gets her power, yeah, and then the other two sisters start disappearing. Right, they start turning into dust. They start going away, yep. and that's an interesting. I, I mean, it I, was like kind of sad. 
I yeah. have to say, I felt like kind of sad at the end there when mm-hmm. they disappeared and then like she went on this whole thing and she's like, I'm nothing without them. Mm-hmm. They're my sisters. I mean, I've lived all of these lifetimes right. with them and they're they're my coven. And please, is there anything that you can do to bring them back? Because now she knew she didn't have the power anymore. Like that the young girl right so that ha- so they're fighting in the woods yeah. whatnot, and then they're shooting fireballs out of their hand yep. and the girl becca her hands start glowing and yep. she realizes she can like make this yeah she has the power now right and she's holding off with the shield and then the three girls join hands and then they make the shield super powerful right so they're their own coven you can tell yep. it's starting you know mm-hmm. so i'm expecting like a new Me round too. of hocus pocus yeah. to come out with those ones but uh yeah, it was just interesting. Like, I don't know if this is a, I thought it was like, I guess a good lesson in there. It's like mm-hmm. that when you do this magic stuff, there's, there's consequences yeah. to it. Like, yeah. She didn't really love Billy. So it took the thing she actually loved. The, the two her sisters. Most, yeah. Most and her then, sisters. Uh, and then um, she did the spell mm-hmm. for her. She said, okay, I'll do the spell. We'll and then. Because now the book is in the young girl's hands. Right. They, they have control the of the book. The book has chosen the three young the witches three young now. witches and um so it no longer belongs to bet midler's character mm-hmm. um and so she asked the young girl becca could you please reverse the spell and she went through the whole thing and i'm nothing without my sisters blah, blah blah and so she did and she's like well where are they what's going on and then all of a sudden she started turning yeah to she's dust. like i can't i can't reverse the spell but i can send you to them right and then so she disappeared and mm-hmm. got sent to them. Yeah. And then I think, and then like Gilbert comes in at the end. Yep. Right. Yeah. And, and they were like, this guy's useless. Right. Because he like set them up. Right. And then he comes in. He's like, I'm here to say, oh, you already got rid of him. Yeah. Okay. And then yep. Billy gets his redemption. Right. Yeah. Which is kind of pointless. Uh, yeah. What even happened to him at the end? So he like, he has his lips unsewn and oh right they're like oh that's uh winifred's boyfriend and he's like nope i'm gonna that's right yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna save his name he was never yep. you know involved with her and i'm gonna change history for him right now change history yep. and then he disappears too yep yeah and it's just kind of like a pointless subplot yeah it just didn't have any impact no and then the girls just took off mm-hmm. and then the raven yeah then that bird comes yeah it's like a it's not a it looks like a crow but it's got like the red and yellow yeah it's i it, i think it's a real bird it's so obviously the bird CGI. started flying so you could tell okay here's the new yeah here's the new coven you know and or whatever it's just i think it was fun for a kid's movie and everything some weird symbolism in there mm-hmm. i wish they like i always i'm such a skeptic like critic when i watch movies and it's kind of a pain in the ass mm-hmm. but it's like they could have developed like, I didn't care about these three teenagers at all. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, uh, they could have developed them a little better, maybe shown some stuff like from the past. That a they little bit re- more character Like really shown that they were like a coven, yeah. like that they were close. And now that they're in high school. It was focused just on the Sanderson sisters. Right. It was, it yeah. was a, you know, right. uh, fanfare type thing. Yeah. Where they're yeah. really doing that. And that was pretty much it. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if I would watch it again. It was fun. I'd probably watch it again. Yeah, I mean, it was a fun movie, but mm-hmm. it was entertaining. I thought it was cute. Mm-hmm. I know other people have done like breakdowns of the first one because there's much more like 
kind of a hidden occult knowledge mm-hmm. in there too mm-hmm. even though it's still a goofy movie i think isaac weishaupt broke it down pretty good with like the spells in the book there was really nothing like when i paused it on the book there was really nothing no not like the first one yeah like if you pause it on the scenes in the first one mm-hmm. there's like some interesting stuff like, yeah written in the spell book this one didn't really do anything no. they kind of really toned it down very toned down but a lot of, a lot of magic toned down with like the mm-hmm. spells and the dark more harry potter type magic yeah. you know what i mean where yeah. it's like the shooting stuff and, right but it was fun i mean it was fun fun movie not a ton that i got from it right away just the little stuff that i mentioned yeah kind of weird but yeah i enjoyed it personally enjoyed i enjoyed it. it thought it was okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, right uh, I want to do more movie breakdowns because okay. I like doing this. I like analyzing things. I want to do some literature stuff, maybe put some use to this stupid English degree that I <laughs> paid a ton of money for that right. I don't use anymore. Right. Um, but yeah, I want to go through like The Raven. I think that'd be a fun one for October. Mm, Rip Van Winkle. And just break down some other movies. You know, okay. some other people are doing movies now too. And uh gonna kind of play it by ear and just find some cool ones because there's a lot of movies you haven't watched right right like we should do the matrix because oh, well i've seen that you it have, just doesn't but... keep my interest right you haven't but i will have to pay attention mm-hmm. I'm, I'm usually a sleeper you know mm-hmm. so that's that episode. unless we watch a movie during the day like this right we watched this in the afternoon so she was wide awake now she's fading because it's 10 totally fa- i'm like i'm done mm-hmm. she's checked out but that's our hocus pocus 2 review (laughs) pepper loved it i thought it was okay yeah it was fun like if we had little girls they'd probably like it more our our son i'll have to cut that oh shit (laughs) is that hard isn't it hard it's so saying his name but uh he lost interest yeah he was back and forth he was just like "Eh, yeah i don't really care about this movie no so but he did watch it last night too at the camp. Yeah, they showed it at they the camp. Family, or they had a movie night. Mm-hmm. So he liked yeah. the dance scenes. He's a dancer. Yeah. He's a dancer. But uh, that's it for this week. We'll do more movie. Re- we should do more because, like, yeah, we will. It's not that hard. We'll just watch movies. I know, but and, like, like that's so easy. I know. Well, we got to find time to watch right, movies. Right. Exactly. And then, what's your favorite scary movie? Let's let's just get this. Okay, out. first of all, I don't like scary. I know movies, you don't like scary. So movies. I hate this question. I know, but like, if you had to say, like, of any scary movie you've watched, what is your favorite? You don't know. I don't like scary movies, so like, I would never like. It's not enjoyable to me. I know you were just telling me about that smile movie. Like, yeah, that looks. I mean, what I've heard is terrifying. I don't really watch horror movies either. So you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing I can tell you because I was really big into them. Like, probably before I met you, for sure, I got really into them, and then I kind of stopped watching them. But like, I like all the classics. Yeah, American Werewolf in London. You Mm -hmm. watched that one? Yeah, yeah. No, I don't have a favorite, and I can't. I can't even tell you. So So. this is fun. This is a fun (laughs) review. But uh, yeah. Let us know what you think. I mean, I thought it was okay. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. So what else? What else? I don't know. What else we got? Maybe we'll rewatch the first one too and see what else we find in there. Yeah. 
because we started watching it and then like your parents came over and i know we had to eat we made some good steaks and yep delicious corn corn <laughs> it's gone but uh yeah sheep and wolf festival is coming up soon we're not doing that <laughs> what uh is there any other festivals between the garlic festival and the sheep and wolf the festival? italian festival oh that the one down in kingston yeah that'll be a fun one that's always good uh-huh. um and then well i don't know if i want to say which one next week me, oh, right, right, on, this, right. on Saturday we'll talk about that one after we'll talk about it after yeah because remember we have to be careful about like where we say we're going right. because we do have stalkers, stalkers. stalkers. <laughs> so and guys anyone that listens to our show like we love you guys like that mm-hmm. l- listen to our show we're not we're not saying because people listen to our show we have stalkers no this is a very specific this is uh this is a we'll talk about it more yes but but no we love you guys watching our listening to us and our supporters like it means the world to us but you know you do have a huge instagram account yes i do and you do have a a lot of followers on your main account yes and we do have to be careful i have to be very careful right i do because you do get some crazy folks that want to ask you out on dates and stuff but these are legitimate people that we know in our real life. That, yeah, unfortunately. You know. Yeah. So, so we that's don't tell why I we... just I I get very paranoid about telling where I'm going. Not not because of those people mostly, but mostly because I do have a because of my Instagram account yeah, and stuff like, like that. You, and just, I, you know. So I just want to be safe and like, smart. Even at the garlic festival, like we didn't post live from the garlic festival. No. We just right. posted afterwards, like, right. oh, here's where we were, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's just a safety thing yep. right now, you know, maybe yeah. eventually down the road. Mm. We'll see. I don't think I'll ever do that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Anyway, it was a fun weekend. Yes. Good times. You got anything? Good times. Else? Any words of wisdom? We're going on the master debaters tomorrow night. So You're going on the master debaters you're, tomorrow night. You have to go on. Who sa- who says I have it's, to I go? signed you up, so you have to be on. You there. signed me up. I signed you up. Against my will. Oh, against your will. You're part of the show now. So oh, Jesus Christ. When Matt invites the show on, you're part of the show, so you have to You're probably gonna talk about your favorite scary movies. I'm gonna have nothing to it's, add to this conversation. No, he wants to talk about like fairies and other stuff. It's it, there's no agenda with the master <laughs> debaters. It is I'm just giving a plug here because it's the best round table talk show out there. Talk of the Tavern, the is, best, is good too. I'm not taking it. What's any. that? The one Ghost does. That's that's a good one too. I'm un- I'm unfamiliar with that, but that's. Yeah. But Master Debaters, you gotta listen. If you folks aren't listening to it every Monday, he puts them out on Tuesday. It's the best show. I never miss one. <laughs> I know you enjoy that very much. <laughs> I've been on it a few times already. He's like, but... I'm going on the Master Debaters. I'm like, good night. <laughs> Hours later, he appears. But uh. Yeah. And we were just on Julia's podcast. Mm-hmm. That That'll be out. out in November, right, November, I think she said. Yeah. She's she's a peach, that one. Mm-hmm. Cosmic Peach podcast. Yes. And then uh got a lot in common. Mm-hmm. Peachy. Um yeah. If you want to come on our show. Here we go again. If you want to come on our show, <laughs> please come on our if show. If you have another podcast, we would love to talk to you. We just want to talk to people. If you have crazy stories, let's tell them. You know, this is the spot to Talk about the weird shit. I, I mean, don't confess like a murder on here. That I don't want that responsibility. But like, <laughs> don't tell me this isn't like confessional. Like we're 
Right. You know, this is an entertain. This is an entertain. But if you have a wild story, if it's parent. An entertaining podcast. And of course, we love to hear unconventional things. And you shouldn't take anything we say literally. Just do your research on it and you'll find out that we're not lying about anything we talk about. It's all true. (laughs) But um, yeah, if you have a wild experience, hopefully paranormal, we want to hear about it. Yes. You just want to come on and shoot the shit. Maybe we'll just do a whole set. It's just shooting the shit with cool people. You know? That'd be fun. But it's ghost story season. So let's hear some ghost stories. I want to hear ghost stories. I want to. I and, like, you know, see, you guys, I love ghost stories. For all the new listeners, fun. check out some of the old episodes because there are people that come on and just yeah, talk about their are. paranormal experiences. And there's some good ones. Like really spooky stuff. Yeah. I like, like those. Just check out any of the old episodes too because. Mm-hmm. There, there's some good I, I don't I'll, I'll post something about my my personal favorite interviews but uh yeah that's it that's all I got tonight I'm tired hocus pocus baby hocus pocus too it was okay <laughs> she liked it it was cute I liked it if I was watching it from like a I'm not I'm not calling you a normie but I'm saying if I was just watching it from a normie perspective I I could I would enjoy it it was fine why yeah. wait I'm saying, hold on. When I watch it, I'm, I didn't say I was calling you a normie. I'm saying if I were to a, have the ability to watch it from like just a perspective of not looking into weird shit, I'd be like, okay, and, you know. Wait, what? What defines a normie? And and when you say, when I hear your cohorts say normie, it's you're weird. not a normie, so don't take no, offense. No, but it, to what are you? Then? A crazy person. What are all you people? Conspiracy theorists truthers we look for the hidden symbolism righteous righteous motherfuckers, motherfuckers. <laughs> we think we're better than everyone because yeah. we're always right i mean that's what it comes off when you guys say normies and it i know makes my skin crawl i know i'll stop using that aggressive language normies I'm aggressive just, it's just no i get it whatever i'm just saying like nor a normal person that's not thinking anything paranormal occult hidden they're just gonna watch this movie and be like yeah it's about witches it's a halloween movie it was fun it's for the kids yeah you know what i mean i'm looking like they use blood in the jello right goat blood but that's kind of crazy too maybe maybe i don't know this is a whole another uh, well what else do you do it's about witches that's yeah. what witches do yeah put goat blood in jello yes yeah, it's just it was just an interesting. I know a few little things that they put in there. And again, I wish they just developed the characters better. This is a problem with like every show, like the new Lord of the Rings show. I can't oh Christ, stand here it we go again. because like it's so painful. Well, they that's different. There's no novellas on Hocus Pocus. Okay, I know. I just look at every movie down to like Tolkien didn't write Hocus Pocus circa 1993 <laughs> let's just lay out what we're talking about here yeah I know Lord of the Rings is a little different right okay it is um all I'm saying is if I'm a normie you're not a normie though I love <laughs> I love to hear which you're you know what I mean like what? I'm so far from a normal I didn't person. say you were a normie at all. I'm saying, like, 
I don't know, one of my cousins watching this movie. Let's let's just that's like what I consider a normie, someone that's not thinking outside the box at all. They're just some people can watch things for pure entertainment without being a psychopath <laughs> over them. Taking notes. I was taking notes. I take notes with everything I watch now. It's like it's a blessing and a curse. Dear God. No, and I'm not being offensive when I say normie, but I'm just saying like a normal person that's not thinking about this crazy shit, just watching this movie would probably enjoy it mm-hmm. and just be like, yeah, that was fun. There was music. They danced, you know? Yeah, they probably would. Right. I'm looking for deeper weird shit. <laughs> oh, boy. This is going to be interesting going forward doing these reviews with you. Right. That's why it's a good balance because you're watching it for entertainment and like just, you know what I mean? You're yeah. watching it to just enjoy it. I'm watching it to analyze it. I mean, I like to analyze things too. Yeah. But it's a kid's movie. Yes. This one was a kid's movie, but. I know. I know what you're trying to do. Okay. What am I trying to do? You're trying. I know what you're saying. Okay. What am I saying? Then, then just tell You're me. enlightened and I'm not. Nope. Not at all. That's what normies are to you people. <laughs> you guys think you're so fucking enlightened. I'm not saying Because two that. years ago, you decided to buy some rocks. <laughs> okay? Listen, I was on this kick for as long as you've known me. Every what movie, kick? This looking into movies and symbolism in movies. I've always oh, done that. okay. You know that. I was going to say. Not the rock kick. I'm not, <laughs> not saying that at all. But I'm saying, like, I've always... Every time we watched a movie, any Marvel movie, I'd be like, remember, that's what they're talking. And you'd be like, "Uh uh-huh, okay. Right. (laughs) I don't care. No, because I have have too much other shit to worry about than uh, symbolisms in movies. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's Yes, it's fun. It's entertaining. Here we are doing it today. You know, my whole goal was to talk about the differences between number one and number two. And yours was to talk about the occult shit yeah that you saw which is fine yeah but what was i just gonna say like the the reason i think it's important to talk about is because so many people watch these movies like what kind of spell like i do believe that they are spell casting when they make movies like the magic that they showed in hocus pocus is not real magic mm-hmm. we can agree on that it's fun fantasy you know harry yeah. potter like magic but they're it's I, I believe it's all black magic what they do they put these subliminal messages in there they put these things to pr- program people predictive programming they get people normalize the stuff like they said eating babies a lot in this you know what i mean they yeah right the word ritual was used a lot and i'm not saying that those uh, eating babies is bad obviously but i'm not saying like the <laughs> word ritual or manifest or you know like witchcraft so i'm not saying that's bad i'm just saying like you got to look at it from like what are they trying to accomplish with this well that's why this is entertaining because real witchcraft is nothing there's like absolutely this. nothing like yes this. yes you know? they use some herbs and stuff like well that. that's and that's why i was like oh cool like they're talking about angelica and they, they're at the crystal shop like there's some real elements and they're using salt that that's a real thing yeah like a salt circle is a powerful that's, that's thing. A real thing like it, it i don't know it's not gonna block a shield of magic right. but like it will so being a homegrown witch myself mm-hmm. i appreciate those fun aspects of the entertainment 
part of these movies. You see yeah. what I'm saying? No, I know. And we and... have salt in our, we have salt lamps everywhere. Yeah. We have little jars of salt all over the, like yeah. I, there is a spiritual aspect to it. And that's cool that they show that. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying like, are people going to now pursue this in the wrong way? Are people going to, like, I thought the message at the end was pretty good that like, there is a consequence when you do some type of spell like this. Mm-hmm. Like you're going to lose someone you love or yeah. something bad could happen. But or is everyone going to get that? Are people going to start looking into it and doing it the wrong way? And They might, because I think there's a big push for young girls to be witches right now. Yeah. And people like TikTok, think it's almost it's like all, trendy. Yeah, it's like a trendy you know? thing. And, and I wonder this with like the TikTok stuff too, because like you have all these witches on there that they put out these spells. And they get millions of views and people are doing them as well. Like, are you doing your own spell or are you helping this other witch do her Mm -hmm. spell? And what's the actual, you'll never know what the actual intention behind someone's spell is. Yeah. And this stuff is real. Like I'm not. No, it is real. Don't ever go on like TikTok for witch. Yeah. (laughs) Like don't. That's the wrong because like some go. someone and i'm not saying maybe some of them do have good intention i'm not saying they don't but i'm just saying like don't copy someone's spell from tiktok no. to manifest money Listen, or something. there's a lot of dangerous things like you don't know what you're fucking it's not with. just witch talk but it's a, on a lot of tiktok stuff so in general all over social media just this stuff can be very serious very dangerous so just don't go there if you have a question about if you're curious to begin something like that it even message me. I'll give you some books to start or, you know, find somebody different, find a spiritual person. Something you, you know? can talk to and Something trust. you can talk to, yeah, in person. Um, Don't just copy and paste shit off the internet. No. Like it Again, most likely nothing will happen, but you don't know what you're tapping into. You don't know what you're communicating with. You don't know what you're doing. Right. Really. Right. And it's just... So for me, when I see this stuff in a movie, it's like this is they're pushing witchcraft. Yeah. Weird, like whatever their version of witchcraft mm-hmm. they want to push. And I, I get that this was the argument with like Harry Potter and stuff, too. It gets people looking into it. I don't necessarily think it's bad. I think you just have to be safe with this shit. Like, because, oh, it's all hocus pocus. It's just play. It's fun. But you get a bunch of girls around or little kids and they're like, well... they, they Here's said in the, the movie that they're five years old fucking around in the woods with candles and shit. Like, what yeah. the hell were they doing in right, there? Right, right. And when you're going through puberty, that is the most sensitive time in your life mm-hmm. when you can be very impressionable to spirits and things like that. Yeah. And so you just, yeah, I found it very interesting. And I meant to tell you this when we were there, but we went to Spirit Halloween right in the beginning of September. Mm-hmm. And there were three rows or four of for little girls, witches costumes. Yeah. And I never noticed that before. Usually it's just like a witch. Well, maybe like three or four options. Mm -hmm. There were like, like, I felt like a hundred options for witch costumes. They were everywhere. And I thought that's odd. And I, because I was feeling that there, there's this push for it's trendy right now Mm -hmm. to do that, which I don't know. Again. If that's something you want to pursue, like do it seriously, like, and do research. Don't just jump into the trendy shit. That's, that's what I'm saying. You like, tr- well, it's a religion. It's a religion, but like, 
and you have to treat it with respect right or it's uh, first of all it'll never work for you right but you know? like again like if you're doing someone else's spell that you saw on the internet like right. what the fuck and it's you... also not just about spells and it's not just about yeah. spells it's, it's about so, a lot it's, more it's all about like knowing yourself and yeah it, it's really you're manipulating energy around you mm -hmm. and that shit's real and, and connecting with the earth and the living things around you and yes you know what you do is very pure and from a pure perspective and yes. you're not doing it for monetary gain or other bullshit like you know what i mean no not material stuff it's a pure like connection with the earth yep but a lot of people don't do that a lot of people want fucking money now right and yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah you might get it but there's gonna be a consequence right. and they tell you that that's part of that karmic thing like they tell you that right there yeah but right whatever comes easy will always have a repercussion or it, it it's this, like the monkey's paw that story the monkey's paw where the guy wants the money yeah. and how does he get the money his son dies and he gets the insurance money from right it. and it's like that's not how i wanted to get the money right but that's kind of like uh, that's when i talk about magic uh, that's like a perfect metaphor for right. it like you will get what you want but it might not be how you want it yeah or the way you wanted to it's get it 100 if you want to make money get a job but, do something but creative you also, but i want to i want to get this out there you also have to put in the work to get the fruits of yeah the universe right so it's not that it won't come to you these good things are there for you but you can't just be a horrible person and then ask for these things you have to mm -hmm. put in the work yeah. you know you have to go through manifest a small business that you work for you know yeah. what i mean like don't just take baby steps be change be a good person do kind acts in the world you know treat and don't talk about your kind acts treat the earth the trees the plants the nature with respect it can be as simple as that and you'll see thank a tree you'll see things unfold for you eventually but you know you can't be a shit person and expect and don't like things to come to especially you. for like young i know not a lot of young people but like this is pushing it on young right girls particularly like if you have a problem with someone like mm -hmm. don't fucking resort to fucking witchcraft right. to deal with that right. shit like right no but i'm just saying like that could have repercussions that you don't even understand right because right. like as a hormonal teenager you're saying some shit your words have power and intention yeah I it. think we should do a whole um, episode on witchcraft. We should. I would enjoy doing that. And I think that it would be informative. I think so too. There's a lot of bullshit out there. there it's is. the same as like the spiritual stuff and the like, you know, mm -hmm. people just pushing what all these things, religion, whatever, whatever you believe, as long as you're not hurting other people and you're you believe it and you're doing it with pure intentions it can't be bad no. if, it, if it's coming from the light of the light yeah of a place of love it's not going to be bad nope everything gets remember everything gets muddied and tainted mm -hmm. and anything any interest any religion any like you said the spirituality shit oh christ it's like mm -hmm. you know so anything that's out there in somewhat ha hashtag Hashtag. somewhat quote-unquote trendy it's gonna get just dilapidated too many cooks in the kitchen yeah just so anyway, do your own research it's all real shit. stuff you know 
-hmm. And um, like I said, if you have any questions on that kind of stuff, you can reach out to us. But I would like to do reach out to Pepper. I would like to do an episode on just that. Yeah, let's do it. All right, folks. We could go on for hours now. Now we I got, could. I got a second wind. I got my second wind too, and I'm ready to fucking talk. Yeah. Let's go watch another movie and do <laughs> another review. Oh my goodness. Maybe. But uh and we can argue again. I love arguing. <laughs> Very cathartic. All right, let's let's wrap this up now. All right. Okay. Thank you so much again. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> What a disaster.